Welcome back to Other You featuring Teresa Prince, part two. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that music. Again, I would like to um, make mention of my guest today. She's Teresa Prince, um, but her the band that she headlines as Luna. Please, you can follow her on Instagram at Luna and the Mountain Jets. You can also uh, find her like page on uh, Facebook. Uh, same at Luna and the Mountain Jets. If you're keen to follow her on Twitter, uh, you might have to wait a while uh, between posts, but every post I'm sure is gold. It is at Luna MT Jets on Twitter. You ready for your story? Uh, I'm so ready. <laughs> <laughs> I know I went down so many roads. Did you? Well, I just can't stay focused. I, I think I'm focused, but I, okay. I don't know. But anyway, you had a lot of... A lot of roads to go down, so I'm I'm anxious to find out. Well, yeah. Which one? Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, I hope you like it. Um, here goes. I know I will. All okay. right. So this this story is called Other Teresa. 
Mother Teresa stands at the kitchen stove, patiently waiting for the song of her tea kettle to scream out into the silence of the summer night. She avidly leans forward headfirst into idioms to prove the right, or um, better yet, to prove herself. Flower petals on the lips of liars are the birth of exaggeration. A watched pot never boils, huh? It takes the same amount of time as if I wasn't looking. Why do people say that? She asks herself quietly. The small black kettle whistles loudly and steam lifts from its spout into the kitchen. In the front room, Janetta clicks on the record player and lays down Nirvana's MTV Unplugged in New York. Album onto the armoire-sized deck and with a crackle about a girl begins to play. The sounds of the hi-fi player dance through the rooms, uh, filling the house with angst. Other Teresa watches the steam rise and it seems to mingle with the waves of music coming from the other room, entangling and then dissipating on the ceiling in the center of the room. Janetta, I love this album. Yeah, I was feeling a little angsty. Well, this is the first actual meeting of the Night Train Widows, so that is just fine, Mother Teresa responds quickly, and then clarifies, you wanted black tea or green tea, was it? Either one is fine. Two sugars either way, please. Black tea it is. This one is my favorite. I got it when I was in Louisville last. Okay. Mother Teresa lovingly pours the near boiling water over the two sugar cubes and the two mugs on the counter. She places them on the flowery tray and carries the cookies, tea, and honey into the front room where Jeanette is sitting patiently with her eyes closed, bopping her head to the music on the record player. I know it's annoying being stuck here while they get to go play, but it's going to be all right, Jeanetta. Yeah, I know, Other Teresa. It just, it just wears on me a bit, I suppose. Well, drink up. Hopefully the nice warm tea and that lovely breeze through the windows will lift your spirits and we can jam out to Nirvana here and everything will be all right. Sometime later... later David, honey, will you come over here? Yes, my lovely. What can I do for you? Other Teresa intently stares into the screen deep in thought. Well, I'm trying to think of a nickname for this Tom Petty chat room. I'm figuring it's between Luna and Magnolia, and I'm not too keen on Magnolia. You think Luna's a good fit? David thinks for a second. Well, what about Echo? I mean, that one just came out. It's a good one. My goodness, that is a fantastic idea. I would literally just repeat whatever is the line above mine when I type it out. I love that. Echo it is. Other Teresa furiously punches in Echo and leans back, frustrated when the error message pops up saying that username is taken. Resolute, Other Teresa types Echo TP for Tom Petty, which is accepted. She begins furiously contributing to the conversation by repeating random things posted in the chat room and then signing them TP. People are tolerant at first on the off chance that this is actually Tom Petty, but deep in their hearts, they know it's not Tom Petty. And the annoyance of having their ideas repeated over and over leads to temporary bans from many chat rooms. Inspired, Other Teresa begins to double up every entry in her nightly journal with a copy of everything she was inspired to write, paint, sketch, or doodle. She signs every original page with lovingly Other Teresa, and then the copy she signs lovingly Other Echo. She fills piles of notebooks with sketches, poems, and eventually songs. She builds them with two identical verses, a chorus that is never repeated, two more identical verses, and a bridge that repeats four notes for eight stanzas. Every compilation is the delight and fills the mischievous imp inside her with endless gladness. Whereas her original intention was to be playfully a bother, her popularity on message boards, chat rooms, and even community events where she presented some of her spoken word poetry in several of the songs she'd written, rose to a measure where she was requested anytime local music festivals gathered talent. Days come and go. Days come and go. Other David gathers his things and calls out for Other Teresa. Sweetheart, you about ready? We should probably leave here in just a few minutes. He hears a voice call back from the bedroom. Could you say that again? Sweetheart, are you about ready? We should probably leave here in just a few minutes. Bursting from the bedroom, Mother Teresa is fully dressed in her performance outfit. She wears two t-shirts. One has a low neck, a low cut neck to expose the identical shirt underneath and two skirts, one slightly longer than the other. The quirkiness of the performances has endeared her to an ever-growing audience, and she has leaned into it heavily. The two move toward the car, carefully packing everything into the back and driving in silence to the show hand in hand, enjoying the drive to the East Kentucky Hills amidst the trees whose color is slowly changing with the season. 
Next on stage, you'll love her. I love her. We all love her. Other echo. The crowd joins in as the announcer repeats himself. Next on stage, you love her. I love her. We all love her. Other echo. Other Teresa walks up from behind the stage to a roar of applause and chanting of echo. Shyly, she approaches the microphone. Oh my goodness. The crowd again joins in. Oh my goodness. She smiles from ear to ear and bashfully looks at the ground as she settles herself into her position at the center of the stage. So you know how it goes without prompting. Everyone in the audience joins in with the repeat. So you know how it goes? Well, if we all know where we are and there's no need to explain, this first one is repeat after me. In unison, the room shouts, well, if we all know where we are and there's no need to explain, this first one is repeat after me, followed by bellowing cheer and an uproar of applause. Exhausted from the energy she puts into every performance and a bit of mouth fatigue cause other Teresa to be reticent to engage with fans as other echo after shows. The love for her character she inspires generates some energetic encounters that fill the room with waves of the same sound. Her first album, Deep Cries Out to Deep, went platinum and has brought her fans from around the world. Miss uh, Other Echo, hi, I'm m m your b b biggest fan. Other Teresa looks down at the young girl clutching a CD of Deep Cries Out to Deep. And on her shirt is a photo of Other Teresa in her now famous costume of that double shirt and skirt. I r really love the w way you um, re repeat 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 every song, song, song like that. Other Teresa's eyes well up and tears stream down the sides of her cheeks. Why, thank you, sweetheart. You know, Other Echo is just a character I play, and I never imagined she would mean so much to so many people. I'm honored to see you wearing my shirt. I love it. Noticing the little girl has two collars, Other Teresa continues, do you have two shirts on? Yes, I d d do. She holds down the undershirt and pulls up the outer shirt adorned with other Echo's face. The image on the shirt underneath is worn and there are holes around the collar and at the hem. Oh, honey, that shirt has been through a lot, hadn't it? Well, let's go ahead and fix that. Other Teresa looks up, the little girl's mother who is desperately fighting back tears of her own, who quietly mouths, thank you. She reaches out to the little girl, taking her by the hand and walks her over to the other Echo merchandise table and picks out two identical shirts. She pulls from her pocket a silver sharpie and asks, what's your name, sweetie? Beaming the little girl's eyes bright and wide with smile and say emphatically, it's, it's Luna. Well, I love that name. I love it. She signs the t-shirt to Luna Luna. With all the love, my little heart can muster other echo, other echo. The little girl hugs, or she hugs the munchkin. And as the little fan walks away, the cheers of her mother mingle with the child screaming, I love it, 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 I love it. The end. Oh my God. What did you think? I love that so much. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And that is exactly what I would do. Yeah? Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, and I love the. I wish I'd have thought of that. Uh, echo, echo? <laughs> <laughs> man, I could have, I could have caused some, yeah, some havoc. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just repeating everything. Now yeah. that's that's cool. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was looking through Tom Petty uh, albums. That he released that one in uh, nineteen ninety nine. So I was like, okay, this is still nineties. Yeah, this is. This will work. And I just, I thought it would be cute if you were just like this little impish person that was like everything was had to be repeat, had to be, you know. <laughs> but that, that, it's, it's great. And I love that uh, your use of detail in the flowered tray. Mm -hmm. Nice. Oh, thank you. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Because I'm, I'm imagining like one of those 70s, mm -hmm. probably 50s, maybe yeah. 50s or 60s trays. Uh, mm -hmm. bringing over that tea and I'm yeah. going okay me and Janetta would not be drinking tea <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't I don't I was like because when I first wrote it you guys were drinking beers and I was like does she drink beer I don't know whiskey she's in Kentucky well tell me what do you drink what would you two be drinking oh at that time margaritas margaritas we were, we were drinking margaritas Dang. again yeah <laughs> we were oh, man. but it was still cool and I love it that it's the what was the the number of the meeting? What what meeting oh, number was? The, <laughs> the first official meeting of the night train widows. <laughs> that was the first one. 
you Did know? It? <laughs> we would just like, like I would be over at her house. Like we'd, we'd just get into something. She'd be, she'd be on the, on the Buffett chat room and, mm-hmm. and, and I'd be sitting there hanging out and, and, and we would just like make reference. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you know, Here my three widows are, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're hanging out. That's so funny. Doing our thing. That's, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Nicely done. Thank you. I, Thank knew you. Was, I knew it was going to be great. Yeah. Oh, yes. I appreciate yeah. that. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled at my other, other Luna, mm-hmm. other Teresa. Yeah. Story. Cause, and likely that, yeah. that was, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I'd have thought of that, <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't come to mind. Yeah. Oh man. That's so funny. And it could have been like, a yeah, it could have been later, mm-hmm. you know, so I already had it. I see. And me and me and echo didn't get along that well, which like now any Tom Petty song, mm-hmm. Is gold. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, but uh, some of the songs on there I didn't I didn't connect with as much as I did like the older stuff. Oh, that's fair. I mean, that was a that was a, like a really it, serious it breakup different. album, right? It, it, yeah, it was, it was different. like even uh, I read up about uh, that song. The song Echo on that album was like seven and a half minutes. Not a lot of editing, literally just whatever comes up, this is what we're doing. And, you know, we're just going to let it ride. So I, I imagine as a fan. So if I, if I was a fan of a band who always had really polished and high quality music and then getting that, it feels like, oh, am I listening to like a rehearsal? You know, is this like a first rough draft rehearsal? So I, I can imagine how that one might have not been, you know. Among the favorites. I mean, but now that he's gone, it's like, oh, I'll take everything. Give oh. me the rehearsals. Right? And it, it took me a long time to get to become friends with Wildflowers. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but that's that's another one I didn't. Hmm. I didn't right away connect with. Gotcha. But, so uh, w- which one was your favorite at that time? Oh, wow. Well, Hard Promises is my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Our promises. Um, it just, you know, it had stories and songs that connected with me and what was going on in my life. At okay. That time, you know, and then plus the harmonies. I got to sing harmony through the whole album. Yeah. So, yeah. And then there was Stevie Nicks on it. Yeah. Know, doing. Um, yeah. Um, and. <clears throat> Ah, uh, it's a circle of decision. Get it. Insider. Mm-hmm. She's on that song. There's another song too. I can't. I can't. I can't think. It's, it's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But there's two songs on that album. Um, huh. But there's a girl singing. So, of course, you know, I'm imagining. Hey, that's me. This is my <laughs> part, guys. Listen, listen. <laughs> yeah. I could, you know. Yeah. Especially up somewhere and, and need need me to jump up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and, and listening, listening to Luna and the mountain jets, um, your, your voice is like you sing on the lower range, right? Yeah. It's, okay. Let me, let me explain some of that. Okay. On the, on the first, was it the first record, second record. First record. Mm-hmm. Um, I ha- I've developed nodules on my throat, on my vocal cords. Did you know? Yeah, that was scary. Yeesh. But uh, but with therapy, you know, they went away. But okay. With therapy and and like um, just knowing what not to do uh, with your voice, because I was I was hollering, you know, singing in the car, you know. Uh, like before shows, I wasn't warming up or, mm. or nothing like that. It's okay. <laughs> um, uh, and and knowing, just knowing how to take care of your voice mm-hmm. more. But anyway, like I was, when you can't talk, you want to talk. Oh, yeah. 
when you can't sing, you want to sing. Mm -hmm. So Montana, on my first record, Montana and another song, Crosses. I mean, I had to, I had to play them when I, when I wrote up, when I, when I was writing them, I was writing them for my low voice trying to sing. (laughs) And I mean, I, you know, just want, I wanted to sing. Right. I wrote, I also wrote, what what was it? Uh, Yeah. Well, it was Montana was mainly because of my voice, because it, it's about wanting to, wanting to be better. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, like right now I'm not good. I'm Mm -hmm. not, you know, I can't sing and I'm sitting, you know, I got this throat thing going. So I was like, you know, I want to be, I want to be well. So I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, okay, I want, you know, I want to be away from this. What's the farthest away that I could be? Mm -hmm. And what came to my, you know, mind was Montana. Okay. So. Wow. Me and Odell figured what the hell. Leaving for Montana in the morning. All right. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I was wondering if that was if that was a, a style choice or something, but it's it's interesting that it was uh, like a matter of of s- like health and safety having to I mean, sing on that sprung, level. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's what sprung that. And, yeah. And then you just kind of go with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I think. When women sing on like a, a lower register, I think it does something to the music that is, is, is just incredible. Like I, I love listening to Stevie Nicks and she, she sings on that lower register. And so we'll, we'll play that quite a bit here at, uh, at the house, just put on Stevie Nicks and just let her play all day. Um, but I love that. I love that smoky, low, sometimes a little raspy, um, voice for women, because there's always this softness to it that you don't really find in, in the lower timbres of male voices. So I just, I totally dig it. So it's cool. I li- like listening to you sing until hearing you say, Oh, well, when Stevie Nicks was singing, I'm like, Oh, I can, I can totally see that. Especially like putting your voices together, you know, listening to well, that. I, do, I do a cover <laughs> of, uh, dreams, which is Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. I like doing that one. Yeah. The favorite, yeah. Nice. Uh, nice. But you know, and I can sing in a higher range. There's just it just doesn't happen when I'm writing. <laughs> really? You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I I've thought about trying. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let's do it in a chord higher or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but the, it just always seems to go back into maybe love. Maybe it's a storytelling thing hmm. where it's maybe a force. It I don't really know. Hmm. it just ends up so do you compose the music first or do you write the lyrics to the stuff first uh i do both yeah because i'll I'll sketch down i've had it kind of both ways like i've I've sketched down Mm -hmm. like some lyrics and then sometimes sometimes the lyrics will just like make a okay make it sound Right. Like, oh, okay. Let's try that. But then I think most of the time I I do the music, and sometimes sometimes I've had music and lyric, and then some way they come together. Hmm. It's very it's it's strange, but okay. Every yeah. time it wants to come, I okay. just gotta let it come. Just let and, it happen. Okay. And just hope that it comes. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's, <laughs> I, I, you know. Yeah, I've I've written lyrics that that what what like didn't come from somewhere mm. in my life, or I, I've written lyrics like that, and it, it's not as good. Doesn't feel or, as good. No, okay. let me let me rephrase that. I don't want to say that it wasn't good, mm. but I, uh, you could just tell. Okay. You yeah. Could tell. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <clears throat> I got gotcha. you. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I have like an, uh, in this bookcase next to my desk, I have in one of the drawers like 10 notebooks full of songs that are lyric only or music only. And like as many sets of lyrics and as many sets of like music 
you would think I could put them together and and make a, a few songs, but I, for some reason or another, none of them seem to fit with anything. So I'm just like, well, I guess you are what you are, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. So. Uh, and you know, it may just not be time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, 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 there may be a time for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or, or, you know, we could be waiting on your co-writer, whoever that is. That's true. You know, that's something else you can think about. But, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Know. Yeah. All of the music, all of the songs that I've ever written that I've played, like that have music and lyrics, they happened uh, as like I was writing the lyrics. There was a tune happening so I could yeah. sing them as I wrote them. I'm yeah. like, okay, okay, I know how this, okay. And then I would just write the music right on top of it. So they came at the same time. Um, do you like, do you ever find yourself with um, like you'll write a hook or you'll write a verse, but that's as far as it goes. That's the story of my life right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for real. Yeah. Like I can't. Opportunity, which should have been this whole pandemic time. Yeah. For real. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it just didn't feel, it didn't feel right. Yeah. But I would still come up with like little things. Okay. And, and I would like, you know, uh, I'd come, uh, I'd play guitar a little bit mm-hmm. um, and come and record something, you know, just like a, this sounds pretty cool. I might. This might be something someday. Yeah. Um, my greatest fear is that my computer will die without me getting all of my stuff, you know, because that's where I have like these little things. Gotcha. Like if I hum, like like if I've got a tune and I, I hum into my, my phone, mm-hmm. has the same thing. Gotcha. You know? Okay. I've got that recorded on there and it's like, okay, you know, these are gone if oh, my phone ever dies or... You know, and it's just hard. I remember back in the and uh, when I was recording, uh, you know, before I recorded my first record. Mm-hmm. You know, I would write everything would be together. I would write it all out on paper, and I would even like do the chords, and then like like I'm not a I don't I don't. I can read some music, but mm-hmm. I don't like write it out like that. But I just say, oh, capo on three. Yeah. Yeah. G, G, C, D. You're right. Yeah. You know, and hope that I remember what that means. You know? <laughs> yeah. I have either spy codes written all over pages or like uh, well, chord progressions. It's one or the other because it's, it's like it's dissimilar. And you're like, okay, so here's. B, you know, and then this, and then this flat. And then I'm like, okay, what was I even doing? What was the time on this? Like, I don't know what the rhythm was. And so I'm like trying to figure out exactly which rhythm I was trying to do. So I have so much, I, I, the struggle is real. It is is so real. (laughs) You know, Um, I've written so much. Like I, I started getting paranoid. Like I would like write it out. Mm Mm-hmm. And and come back to it later and go. Wait a minute, did I did I write that? Was that my song or not? <laughs> or was I writing lyrics? Oh. I don't I don't know what happened here. So I started I started writing a little hook on the page. Like I, I'd write Luna hits. Oh, so I know okay. for sure. This is, <laughs> this is me. <laughs> Isn't that oh, awful? That's but great. I mean it's just you know. That's great. What I do. That is great. <laughs> oh man. My I mentioned this on the podcast before, so if you're listening, you might recognize the story, but I love this story as as it relates to music. Uh the first song I ever wrote, I was so proud of it. I was so proud of this song. It wasn't much, it was like a verse and a chorus, but I was so happy. Uh and uh I played it for my friend's brother who dabbled in producing. Um, I was visiting my friend and he's like, oh, my brother's in the basement in his studio. Why don't we go down and you can show him this song you wrote? And I was like, oh yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So I went down and we were just chatting and I grabbed the guitar and I started playing and I played that song and he's like, oh, I know that song. I was like, no, you don't. I just wrote this. How dare you? Right. And he's like, no, no, I know this song. And so he was like looking through and he found some song that sounded kind of similar. He's like, this is it. Right. I was like, 
I mean, that's close, but it's not it. I mean, I was literally just writing in the key of C, like one, three, four, five, just in that order. That's it. Right. Um, and he's like, yeah, no, no, this, this, this is the same. I was like, it's not man. Come on. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and so like, I, I learned then that, um, anything I will write has already probably been written or some way or another by somebody else already. I just have to be the first to like perform it and then it's mine. (laughs) (laughs) But There's always the saying of tip of the hat to whomever. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, I have David. So David, David is like this encyclopedia of musical knowledge, Mm -hmm. which he, he used to read this encyclopedia of music. I I forget the name of it, but anyway, you know, he's a good, he's a good gauge for, you know, when I play him something, Mm -hmm. you know, know, maybe you need to change this chord (laughs) or whatever. So he's, he's a good, um, he's a good help on, you know, for that part. That's handy. and you know what? I always wonder about that. You know, there's only so many chords. Yeah, there, there. I think there are exactly thirteen notes oh, in the I whole mean, universe. I mean, there are different I mean, octaves, yeah, but it's the same note. Yeah. A C is a C is a C is a C. Yeah. You know, but it's it's amazing how playing with the octaves and all that jazz, you can mm-hmm. create different songs. It's just, but I mean, most. Most songs, no matter where they are on on the scale, you can superimpose um, a, a C scale on top of it and you can play just about any song that exists. Right. And like th- they'll all sound about the same, which is hilarious, especially like like pop music, which is kind of intentional. But still, you can just literally just lay out, you know, C, F, G and A minor done. <laughs> I know all those chords. Yeah. <laughs> when I started playing, like, you know, with the, um, my first record, mm-hmm. you know, it's capoed all over the place. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I, don't, I just know a few chords. Mm-hmm. I still only know a few chords. Yeah. Uh, but I've changed, you know, some of those, uh, some of those songs like, crosses and montana mm-hmm. uh, let's see no not montana but crosses i had it capoed on the fifth fret okay when i recorded it that's al- now that's almost a ukulele sound mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what i did and yeah. it, well like, if you listen to it it's just kind of like that yeah actually no i'm into it i'm into it one of, one of the first few songs i wrote was on the sixth sixth fret capo and it was yeah it was just it was like a a d e that's it just a d e and like uh, like variations of them but like it was so high pitch uh and it just it sounded like uh, a ukulele so i was like oh i love this and i was strum it like you would a ukulele and that was that was one of the first songs i wrote was that that high up (laughs) yeah so how old were you um like 19 19 or 20, I want to okay. say. Yeah, I started learning drums first. Um, so I played drums for a lot of years. And then I, when I, I, I tried to learn uh, guitar, but it wasn't really working. I never, so I, someone I knew taught me how to play drums, but I didn't, no one ever taught me how to play guitar. So I was, it was slow going. When I was in college, my roommate had a guitar. He had two. So he would use his uh, electric guitar. And I was like, can I just play this one? He's like, yeah, I don't care. Go ahead. And so I, every day I sat down and I would watch him play and then I would mimic it just to get like the finger positions. And so from there I learned how to play guitar, which is where I wrote most of the songs, like the bulk of them, anything I've written was when I was learning. Cause I was like, I'm constantly playing, trying to figure out there. Like, right, so let's just, what does it sound like? And I'm like, Oh, I really like that. Let's write that down. You know? So, but I, I loved the super high register, you know, even though even when I'm singing, I should see, be singing on lower registers. But for some reason, I always try to sing real high and try. I don't know why that falsetto just sounds beautiful. I guess. 
There you go. In my in, you know, in you, my head, I guess. You have to follow. You have to follow whatever, you know, mm-hmm. whatever that's, uh, you know, what's guiding you because that's, you know, mm-hmm. it's guiding you for a reason. Mm-hmm. Or I like to think so anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, one of the things about playing music that I like, I love this that this happened, but I'm also really sad that I never wrote anything down. I used to play live music at a restaurant, um, like a restaurant chain sandwich place called uh, Potbelly, and so I would play music uh, every so often. But uh, I insisted that all of my songs be improv. I don't know why. And they were like, whatever, as long as you don't sound bad. I was like, oh, no, it, it'll be great and it'll be fun. Hmm. And so I would sing like love songs about people at different tables. Right. Wow. And then like I would be suggesting that he's like glancing at the girl with, you know, I would like describe what she's wearing. And so she would look up and look over and <laughs> I would catch people looking at each other and then looking at me. And I'm like, yep, I'm making this up as I go, guys. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I just uh, like I, I I lament that I didn't write anything down because the the like the the one song that I sang over and over again was uh one of the people that worked there he had uh, rescued a dog and so he and I would always like playfully you know banter back and forth so the, the song I would write was from the dog's perspective of uh, could you please you know abandon me again because that was a much better life. <laughs> It would always get a lot of laughs, but he would always be mad. He's like, not this one again. I love my dog. <laughs> so. Wow. Uh, so you can bond, you know, a little bit of acting, mm-hmm. improv acting. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's you are multifaceted. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was it was it was a fun time. I I, I enjoy being creative, you know. I enjoy being creative. It's fun, especially when you can be silly, you know, and people latch onto that and they're like, oh, this, I enjoy this. I like this. It feels good. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, and it's a different, you know, you're using different parts of your brain Mm -hmm. and, you know, like for me, you know, that it just helps to work things out. Mm -hmm. Um, like, there's a song called Sydney that's on Blaine Girl. That's on my second second CD, and uh, it, he he was this guy. His name was Sydney, and he's such a character in our town. He had the Louisa Department Store, and yeah. where they're open every Friday night, and he <laughs> oh, she was so funny, and. Uh, he, he'd do these commercials and, and, uh, David was working at the radio station mm. at that time. And, uh, and he got to know Sid real well. And we would, you know, we would eat, eat breakfast and 10 of nine, 10 of nine wanting us to be there at 10 of nine. <laughs> we would, we would show up late right. <laughs> and he's like, what? You know? <laughs> but he was such a character and, and uh, he passed away, and it, was, it just killed me. Aww. I mean, he was—he was—he uh, was just—he uh, was just very missed. And uh, and they were tearing down his store. Mm. Yeah, oh, I mean, you got to right. tear down buildings. So sure. It was an old building, but it was—it was awful. Uh, but I got the window from the from the store. That's, that's amazing. Oh, oh that's, did you did that. you like frame it or did you install it on I your house? I wanted to. I wanted to. Now, but like it's made of the glass that you don't break. Like okay. it, it doesn't break. So cutting it is a problem. Right. Some way. Yeah. Because I wanted to get it cut and uh, I, I don't know, framed some way. Just like mm-hmm. have a window with like, you know, legs on it to where it like sits mm-hmm. uh but i think like right now it's just sitting sitting okay. around but david's going to build like a, a little building out mm-hmm. back and we're going to put it in there yeah so, uh yeah. that's so exciting oh 
But uh, anyway, I wrote Sydney. Mm-hmm. I wrote that song to help me process, mm. you know, process that. And, uh, uh, you know, in that store, he had he had these women that worked there all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lived in, I think, Cincinnati, maybe. Okay. Uh, and he would come in every, like, Thursday. And he brought... This boxes from his warehouse that mm. was in there. Let me tell you, he had original vintage clothing, like the real polyester, oh. like the real Star Wars stuff, the cool stuff. And this was back when I was wearing size zero. Okay. okay. So Wonderful like times. Two years ago? <laughs> two, two, three years <laughs> two ago? Two years ago. Yeah. No, many years ago. <laughs> But anyway, I could yeah, I could fit into everything. I was buying kid, you know, kid size stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and it was amazing because it was cheaper too. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so like on on Saturdays, we're like, okay, where where's where's the pile? It was usually like a pile in the back yeah. in an old store, creepy or not creepy, but creaky yeah. floors that you like pull down, like that kind of stuff. And so you go to that room and <laughs> fiddle, you know, fling through all those shirts and stuff. And, you know, I found some cool stuff there. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, you know, in that song, you know, I make, <laughs> I make re- reference to the girls all around. It's like he always had those, those women working for him there. Mm-hmm. Uh and he would always, and he, and in some of his advertisement, he'd say, "Ladies' panties half off." <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I, I, I wrote the lyric. He's pulled many down. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, he always had lady friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, we, that never is met, we never met. We never met his lady friends, but he had no. lady friends. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, uh, but yeah, you know, so doing artistic stuff, mm-hmm. working with your hands, you know, working out. I, I just think using different, using your body in different ways helps you to latch, latch on to something else. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, that, you know, sometimes, you know, if you're just like working, you know, mm-hmm. hammering on something, I mean, you're thinking about working something else out mm-hmm. sometimes yeah so, yeah uh, what when you when you get stuck creatively what is the like the the meaningless task that you do to help get you back on track nothing really I, i'm like i'm like amy lou harris i'm <laughs> i'm sitting there with my net just like <laughs> Just like holding it up. Come on. Just trying to catch anything. <laughs> trying to catch anything that flies by. Oh, wow. I, I can't. I don't know. Really? Okay. I, I, I'm i always hopeful that there'll be a next song. Hmm. You know, I don't know if there will be. And it's well, scary sometimes. It is yeah. scary. I mean, I've got three albums. Mm-hmm. Something tells me, you know, mm-hmm. maybe something's supposed to happen before. Before I, I make another, I'll tell you something that I'm big heavy on right now. Okay. Is, um, uh, you know, this was the anniversary in August of, uh, women's right to vote. Yeah. And that's, that's, see, see, I usually, ha- I have like a haunting that kind of, it's just like something that's just like, just keeps going through my head. Mm. And like that went through my head. Okay. I went you know, that's, I'm still, you know, looking around and seeing, well, what, you know, what mm-hmm. am I supposed, to, am I supposed to say something? Am I supposed to, what am I supposed to do with this? This has interested me too much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I'm just looking for the, I'm looking for that door to, to open and show me, well, what are you supposed to do with this yeah. information? I mean, like I'm watching, I'm watching like live streams of women's movement stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm watching Miss Mrs. America, I believe on uh, Hulu. Okay. I think it's on Hulu. Great. Yeah. So, and that's about, that's about ERA. That's okay. Women's rock. 
and uh and you know and um and then the Supreme Court lady passing away, mm, you yeah. know, Ginsburg, I think mm-hmm. it's her name. Ginsburg, yeah. Ginsburg. Yeah. You know, she was the, she was the reason why some things got passed for mm-hmm. women's rights. And yeah. So, um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with all this, but, you know, I'm, I'm feeling that, that nudge. Okay. So maybe, maybe that will be my next. Next set of. Ooh. I ho- I hope so. Yeah. Whatever in the world that wants me to speak, come mm. on. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Okay. I'll 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 take care of it. Just just let me know what I'm supposed to do. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's different writing songs versus, for me, like writing stories. Because if I'm if I'm writing a story and I feel myself losing momentum then I have to stop because I don't want to force it because I feel like I'll do the story a disservice. I might lose track of, you know, the wants of the characters or whatever. Um, And so it used to be music that I I would listen to, but then I found myself being motivated by music and the rhythm uh, in the storytelling. Right. So if I know um, I'm trying to, tell a story from a a character's perspective and this character is feeling a certain way, I'll try and find music that fits that. And then I'll write to that rhythm. Right. So I can't, I can't listen to music to clear my mind to reset me anymore. Um, and so like, I've been trying to find things like I'll, I'll, I'll I'll start organizing and stacking things. Right. I'm sorry. Let me just stack some stuff. I don't have to focus on anything. All, All I need to do is not let it fall down try and stack it or uh, I'll fold and refold laundry. Right. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I know this motion. I can let my mind go. I don't have to focus on this and I can, I can fold all these clothes. It'll be fine. Or I'll like reorganize a cabinet of, you know, spices, the spice cabinet or the refrigerator, reorganize the refrigerator, trying to find things to just clear my mind. But if, if the storytelling comes from, like a connection to an emotional connection to a theme, the way that you're describing with this, this, this voting. I, I imagine that you have to constantly be kind of in tune with what's happening around you to see what, you know, connects to what, right. Mm-hmm. Is that more, more like it for you? Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, you know, two and, you know, I always have to try to write where I'm connected to it mm-hmm. some way. So um, I just think it's amazing that there was a day and time when I couldn't, you know, if I was in that time, mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't have voted. Yeah. I couldn't have owned property mm-hmm. unless I had a husband. Yep. Uh, that's, that's interesting. It's interesting. I'm sad about it. <laughs> I'm sad about it for them. I mean, yeah. I, you know, uh, but you know, that that's that just baffles me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something else, man. Um, and the things that they had to do in order to, you know, make make change. That's mm-hmm. that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. There was a lady that ran for president, and I can't remember her name. And I, I found out about her uh, through a, like a social studies mm-hmm. um, professional development that I went to. First, and uh, and um, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" There was a woman that ran for president like a long time ago. And I, I'm so sorry that I don't know the name of this lady because I've tried to look her up. So uh, Vi- I, I got to look through my Victoria Woodhull. Is it? Yeah, she's the first woman to run for president. Is, is it, she an African American? Um, because this lady was okay. She was also an atheist, and I'm going, holy cow, a okay. woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I, I was floored. Okay, so if you're if you're if you're talking about um, 
uh, a black woman to run for president. It is Shirley Chisholm. 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 C H I S H O L. Chish. Maybe Chisholm. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Chisholm. Uh, I don't know. But I was just amazed when I when I found that I went. I just thought, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, and too, you know, in all that, I was like, okay, uh, I found out, a, you know, we all know about Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other lady who, who did the same thing uh, with streetcars. They've gone, I can't remember anything right now. <laughs> but uh, I can't remember her name, but she did it with streetcars, you know, like mm. she wouldn't give up her spot on streetcars. And then there's this Ida, I think her name is Ida B. Wells. Uh-huh. She was on a train. Yeah. And did the same thing. She was not only on a train, she was in first class. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a, 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 let's see, an African-American woman in first class on a train mm-hmm. asked to leave. And, and she did. She went to court. She, um, she, uh, she hired a, a white lawyer and won Mm -hmm. and then they overturned it. Oh yeah. Sounds about right. (laughs) But I'm going, what? (laughs) I mean, I thought Rosa Parks was the first, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, African American woman to ever do anything like that. Yeah. And Lord knows what else, what, what else don't we know? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, but see, I find all that very interesting mm-hmm. and it all, it all aligns, you know, with this kind of woman's woman's movement, mm-hmm. uh, woman's right to vote, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I find it very interesting. right now. Cool. You know um, what? I mean, if the universe is laying something on you, we might have to wait until the next justice is appointed. Cause I feel like some things are going to be threatened. If our current president gets his way, some things just might be threatened insofar as women and their right to life as they see fit is concerned. Uh. Yep. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, there's so that. Mm-hmm. There's so that. Oh my gosh. That's, oh, I, I, I yeah. I, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, the, um, I, I, yeah. That, that's 2020 right there. Right. <laughs> okay. It is. 2020 is a, a, a hilarious. Funny, not funny. Silly things, yeah. Funny, not funny. Yeah. And it's like when you can't believe that this or think this could never happen. Wait just a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Give it. Let give me it a just minute. show you. Let's see. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's a it's an interesting interesting time, but yes, it sure yeah. is. Oh man. Holy smokes. <laughs> Oh, bless your heart <laughs> and i know i know how i am I, I i get excited and then i'll just go off no that's okay uh, that's okay i mean this, that's the whole <laughs> point of this conversation is to see just to, to just to see where things go that's it that's okay. it yeah uh that being said was there was there anything else in the story that you you heard that tickled you in a way that we haven't already talked about oh gosh you know, I, you know, like I said, you know, you were well. The thing about the tea kettle, okay. You know, people, you're right. I mean, it's just like they say they can't. They, water can't. You can't watch water bowl. Come right. on, <laughs> watch me. Yeah, watch me watch this part, and I'm just going to be fine with it. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 me. Yeah. Yes, that was interesting. That yes. was that was interesting. And I'm telling you, I love 
I could see, I could see that tray mm-hmm. and I'm just loving the tray. Yeah. Cause I could, I could see that it has like yellow flowers and, mm-hmm. and that orange background. Maybe it's even black. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I, I would so use that tray. Yeah. Would you? <laughs> one, and it's a wonder I don't have one. Why yeah. don't I have that, gonna now I'm going to find one. Yeah, we're going to get you I'm a tray. Find one. A and on the bottom, tray. I'm going to put, I'm going to put Daniel. <laughs> yes. Daniel, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That is perfect. Dan- Daniel, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Oh, I love yes, that. I, I love that story. That is so awesome. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. I really am glad. It's, well, it's, I- it's really important to me to try and capture people's spirit in the stories that I write. So... I felt like it it had to be a, a little of this, a little of that, pretty upbeat, but then I needed to round it out with something really beautiful and heartwarming. And I thought, I thought it was super cute. The idea of a singer who repeats everything, having fans who like struggle with speech. <laughs> and, and why, why, why am I not wearing this, the skirt, these double skirts? Yeah, the devil skirt. How come? How come? I mean, I, I I don't know. How come I'm not wearing these double shirts? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm gonna have to come up with that. Do it. I'll have to see. See, now I did wear a skirt once. Uh, mm. Sometimes I wear. It's very. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm I'm typically a jeans and a t-shirt person mm. unless I'm at school, and then I then it's like you know. Uh, leggings and mm. dresses or gotcha. tops that come, come down. A- anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but uh, let's see, Jennifer, Jennifer Wilson, she she made t-shirt skirts. Good oh, friend. what? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, they're lovely. Uh, like she'd take old t-shirts and take um, just like a section of them and then, you know, make it go around and like it comes together at this top, like this top part is like mm-hmm. just a, like a, a, I don't know, like a, a band, I guess you'd call it. And those were the, it was a cool thing. Oh, um, that um, sounds amazing. Uh, hipster, hipster chick, hipster chick, hipster chick. Hipster chick. Nice. Uh, she and I shared a birthday. Oh yeah. Yeah. She, that. she passed away a few Oh. Uh, a few years back, suddenly it, uh, got, oh. and there's a picture of me, uh, at her celebration Aww. and I'm wearing one of her skirts and I've got my red boots on Aww. and it made me think of that when, when you said, when you mentioned the skirts, I was like, ah, oh, that's, that's sort of like that skirt, yeah, Aww. you know, and, uh, I'm, but I'm going to, it's why? Why aren't I wearing that stuff? <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's my next okay. avenue. I need to I need to look at. Nice, nice. Yeah, cool beans, cool beans. Fun, fun. Oh, this has been a, a really lovely and wonderful conversation. Thank you, thank you so much for your oh time. Oh my gosh, thank you. I mean, this is. You're welcome. It's so kind. Uh, you make it very easy. I okay. hope I make sense. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I do or not. <laughs> but, you uh, I'm sure. You know, you'll fix that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to sound so smart and oh, perfect. Oh, it's oh. going to be great. <laughs> awesome. Going to be super That's easy so. too, to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Cool beans. Cool beans. All right. So, so with that, we will round down this episode and bring today's episode of other Teresa to a close. It has been a joy and a pleasure having Teresa Prince on the show. Please, please look up and follow. And whenever they are playing again, go to their show, Luna and the Mountain Jets. It's at Luna and the Mountain Jets on Instagram. You can like their Facebook page. She also, um, she plays Honey in the band, Laid Back Country Picker, which is headlined by her husband, David Prince. Uh, they have, it's a, it's a really fun sound. Her character is hilarious. She will not talk to you in that character, which is the beauty of it. 
it's it's perfect. It's it's such a perfect character. I love it. I love it so much. Cool beans. So uh, check her out. Check out uh, both bands. She's a, a, an incredible woman. If you're in preschool, um, I doubt you listen to this, but if you are happen to be in preschool, please uh, say hello to your teacher for me because she's amazing there too. Cool beans. Thank you so much again, Teresa, for being on the show. Thank I appreciate you it. so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. So for, for Teresa, I am D. Thank you for listening. Please come back next week for another episode. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>